everybody, this is Issa Cosette, and you are listening to Issa's Way, your favorite podcast that you didn't know existed, you didn't know you needed, but we are so glad you're here, and this week we have another wonderful guest. Every week we're coming with new stories of just wonderful people that I'm able to meet and interact, and right now here in Puerto Rico in the University of Puerto Rico, <laughs> but you know, the one and only UB, Rio this i'm sitting with miss medium and i'm just blessed because it's so interesting to find um different voices and not just different voices but black voices and black female voices and so (laughs) (laughs) so we're here and i wanted to just um spotlight her because i've just been seeing her work not only just um around campus but just around the community and her international work i see she's trying to expand and that's growth and that's where we're going so tell everybody this a little bit about yourself Mm -hmm. you know what's up what's up what's up (laughs) hello everybody my name is miriam um i'm a student here in the upr i'm a community psychology um that's like my master's degree um i grew up here in puerto rico arroyo puerto rico which is located in the southeast of the island and identify as a black queer puerto rican woman that's a little bit of my background so we were talking about just like working in or being in academia and also being involved in the community right and you were saying how a lot of your research and field work has been able to like blur and like mend those two lines right so can you tell us like how did you get started well, I graduated from the University of Puerto Rico in Calle, which is 45 minutes um, into the mountains um, from here, San Juan. Um, my focus has been studying issues of race, racism, health disparities, um, gender-based violence. Um, it started, we'll say, my sophomore year of college. Um, I started um doing research assistantship um, at the UPR um, with this big big professors um, studying race relations. Um, her name was Isar Godro. Okay. Um, Mariluz Franco, she works in Colectivo ILE, um, which is like a cultural project addressing anti-racism here in Puerto Rico. So I started there. Um, and then, you know, in my search or my quest um, for seeing the ideas, the theories that I was studying in papers in like the community, seeing like seeing them in action. Mm-hmm. That's how I got involved um, with community work, addressing issues of like race, racism on campus, um, gender-based violence on campus. So what we do was um, research those topics and then create different like activities on campus for people to get involved um, in those projects and reflect in the ways that they were being like sexist, um, racist. So during your batches, what was like, I guess the most impactful event that you were able to help research that you were learned Mm -hmm. about and able, was able to make a change? Yeah. Well, the biggest project was one I developed. It was for initially for a class. Um, it was addressing sexual diversity on campus um, and there we were able to interview people from um, the LGBTQ 
um, community support group in the university. We interview them, gather their like what events, um, situations they experience on campus right. with professors, um, with classmates, and there we develop together like uh, it's called Teatro Imagen, okay. which is like an image using your body movement. It's from Augusto Boal, okay. which is like a, um, a scholar from Latin America. And we represented like the different situations that they happen, like they experience on campus. Um, um, problems with like the bathrooms not being inclusive. Right. Um, problems with professors um, not wanting them to hold hands with their partners on, in, cl- in the classroom. Really? Yeah, like these type of homophobic no, mm-hmm. I mean I understand the I like the bathroom, yeah, but I didn't know it was like yeah, not being like, a show they, PDA they and they, stuff. Like wanted to, they like they were holding hands and the professor like looked at them with like this disgusting like wow. you know face of disgust, mm-hmm. and then like told them to like not hold hands, and so we represented that image um, with the teatro imagen, um, and we put like a like a board for people to answer if they like. Was it, the question was, "Itu aceptas la diversidad?" And what about you? Do you accept diversity? Mm-hmm. And they like had to write, wow, like what they thought about the images um, and LGBTQ people on campus. Um, and I think that was like one of the like biggest like activities that we developed there in Calle, a little bit like changing like the culture. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the activities that like represented like represents that balance because it was like we researched but we gather people's voices right and we like acted upon them exactly we like transform a little bit like the culture like start talking about it because right. it's visual it's moving is what's happening yeah. right now we yeah. can't be like mm-hmm. exclusive and pushing things away like it's not in the new being able to see what's happening and writing these histories and mm-hmm. being able to show that we are a part of this change, right? Yeah. And so, um, since that was in your bachelor's, now you're working with... Centro de la Mujer Dominicana. Okay. Which is, like, Dominican Women's Center. They're, like, their work um, involves educating and addressing gender-based violence with immigrant women. Mm-hmm. It's the first and only center that's that's been built by immigrant women for immigrant women. Um, it's not only centers on Dominican women, but um, it it accepts people from different nationalities, um, immigrant women that are here, mm-hmm. um, outside, or like far from their home, from their countries. Right. They just um, need help or just need like, you know, community. Community, yeah. And they like, um, they do like their papers, like visas. Great. Because there's different laws that um, immigrant women um, are covered by. And mm. this is like not known. Um, and most of the women's organizations um, are focused on the realities of Puerto Rican women. Right. Um, and they don't necessarily like see the complexities of being like an immigrant, undocumented woman here in Puerto Rico. We do, we educate them, we give them psychological services. Every year we celebrate like a party. It's right. called like Bohemia, the okay. Centro de la Mujer Dominicana. Mm-hmm. And so in that um, Bohemia, we try to gather funds. It's like a fundraiser. Okay. And so that's every year. I when think, is it? Um, they usually do it at Colegio de Abogados y Abogadas uh-huh. in Santurce. Okay. Um, it's once a year, so probably 
send the invite for this year's Bohemia and Isa can share it. Yeah, let me know exactly. Yeah, on we'll try podcast, to podcast. Um, but that's I'm part of the board of directors. Okay. So there we helped um, the director of the organization, Corromelinda Grullón. Okay. Um, implement her um, work plan. Um, the the different activities that are required for the different proposals, mm-hmm. funding, and so we're there to advise her in whatever decision she needs. makes for the organization because she does an amazing job with the women and we loved every, each and every participant in the organization. I'm sure they love you guys too because it's like it's like balance what we're talking yeah. about, right? Because, you know, you guys are being able to use your resources and help them and uh-huh. they're being able to like get services yeah. by places who, yeah. and they're not being left out, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's important because not only did you do that work with your LGBT, yeah movement right mm-hmm. you also doing this with these immigrant movements these voices these minorities mm-hmm. in a, like a minority filled yeah. country right yeah and also we help them but they also help us exactly um see what's happening um listening their stories yeah um they help us grow as like activists as people yeah because sometimes that and this like takes us to like a, another place um we use people i don't know if you heard like tokenism mm. we talk about immigrant women black women yeah queer women but like are we really listening to them mm. are we really including them yeah. in our movements right are we being led by their realities right. and like what they have to offer to like the broader movement and so i think we we help them with resources but they help us so how does someone like i guess make that step from uh, i guess being verbal or or just talking about something to bring action and awareness yeah and i guess move from to activism yeah i think um, i'm gonna use my example because i don't know like how how it works for different people um and i don't have like the recipe (laughs) but i think it's a point of being like a reflective on your situation and the ways in maybe in which you have been discriminated and the other part is reflect on your privileges Mm. and so i think that for me that was a part that like moved me because even though i'm like quote unquote a minority certain spaces and like a black woman that has experienced um racism um here in puerto rico Mm -hmm. i think that also thinking about my privileges i'm a black Puerto Rican woman I have like a US whatever citizenship mm-hmm. but like there's other women who don't have that right. there's other women who are being impacted by like a violence that in my case I was protected from but they are experiencing it experiencing it on a daily basis mm-hmm. and so I think that's one of the things that helped me move to action and maybe my action is not as public or as Right. I don't think it has to be. I think, you know, yeah. social media makes people like, and that's sometimes I feel like a scary thing when it's like, are you really an activist? Or are you just doing this for social media? Yeah. You know, I don't think yeah. everything has to be publicized and you don't, mm-hmm. you know, I think when it's from the goodness of your heart, you're going to get the job done. Yeah. Um, and that's important. Yeah. I think when people do a deed and have to post about it, it's just like where your true intention mm-hmm. like where is it coming yeah, from yeah for that for me like yeah that's another thing that i want to like put out there that my action doesn't has has to be have to be like as public um in terms when i'm working with people impacting people um creating co-creating different realities with people i don't have to like make it public but i think i get that like 
like satisfaction mm -hmm. that like I had something in my mind I went like to space we talked about it and like I did something I made somebody feel better yeah. or I learned from somebody yeah um about about how these different like systems of oppression are operating and how they are resisting it and like I think that's like I get uh, that's that's the answer I can give you yeah no that's great overall how do you feel um this whole uh experience and movement and academic thumbing has influenced you as a person me coming from the southeast of puerto rico arroyo puerto rico where not like i was there was only one high school with like 200 people in my class um what and <laughs> yeah and i'm like the few that is doing like a master's mm. and in like social sciences yeah. like Um, and I'm like a and you black girl and I'm black so <laughs> that's like it it influenced me it has helped shape the person that I am today um, because coming from that place I didn't have access to like a lot of information mm -hmm. um, that's mainly focused in La Area Metro mm. um, I didn't like have that the same access I didn't have the same access to books So people are amazed when I tell them I only read three books in high school. Because wow. in my high school, there weren't enough books. And yeah. they were like, there's not enough books for everybody. So right. you guys are going to read an essay. Mm -hmm. Or you guys are going to read um, a poem. Yeah. And so I didn't have access to that. And, and that's sad because it's like, that's many schools actually in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just, I don't yeah. even, you know. Yeah. And I think when I went, like, and when I went to um, my bachelor's degree and I got my first Spanish class where we had to read five books a semester, like 300, 200 mm -hmm. books, like I the think I was forced to, like, face it and read and work three times as hard yeah. because when the professor asked, Um, the other students, oh, who read this novel? And they were like, I read Don Quixote. I read La Carreta. Yeah. I read this. I read that. Like private school, public, mm -hmm. like private school kids. And I was here like, I only read three books in high school. How am I gonna like do yeah. this? And I think that first class like helped me and like it marked like uh, a path that was that was gonna I was gonna follow that path in my whole bachelor's degree, which was being curious researching looking for ways in which mm. i can explore and delve into those curiosities and like make things happen like for myself and i think that first year of like my bachelor's degree like open like different doors um for me and for my curiosity yeah which was w the thing that led me to my next quote-unquote mess mm -hmm. i call it like mess like what have you gotten yourself into um with the feminism which i discovered in my like i named it like that but i have i've been like practicing those things okay maybe like most of my life mm -hmm. and but it was putting a name to yeah, it exactly. and yeah i put a name to like mm -hmm how I was like my personality because mm -hmm. I was like nobody's gonna tell me what I what I can and cannot do I'm exactly make it happen for myself or that's patriarchy that's sexism mm. like I put a name to it and I think the things I did outside of the classroom shaped me more mm. 
in who I am than like what I was doing inside the classroom. Yeah. And so my whole bachelor's degree um, and now my master's has been being able to utilize the things that I learned outside the classroom and bring it them bringing them into the classroom. And that's important because yeah. we kind of have to and especially um, to be able to bring voice and be able to rewrite our history and be able to, you know, mm-hmm. open the gates between the community and academic. We have to be able yeah. to bring self and sometimes it's hard to be like, "Oh, but I want to bring but I can't because I I want to publish this, but we have to because once upon a time or not even mm-hmm. once upon a time like that's what they did and that's the research we're studying now but yeah. one day our voices our um, publications our yeah. truth is yeah. what will be researched you know yeah. and I think you're doing a damn good job yeah. um, and should be proud yeah. of you know just continuing to move forward and to to find and be curious right yeah. and be able to make a movement and find that balance in between the mm-hmm. two um, another, another thing that um, was also important and it's still important up till this day and I think for the rest of my life it's being able to bring those topics that we are talking outside like racism um, like the feminist movement the LGBTQ movement bringing those topics those things that we are living living and experiencing into our scholarly work mm-hmm. into academia exactly because if we re- look at the curriculums we're not being taught not like not a no <laughs> And classes are not being offered, budget cuts yeah, and everything. Yeah, we are so not learning from our black history, um, our LGBTQ history, no. um, women's history from like a perspective that we can identify, um, that we can identify ourselves in. We are not being taught that in our in our classrooms, but like mostly from our disciplines that like that's not being. Um, it's not being addressed. It's not being put into practice. Mm. And I think that we need to, like, bring that and make people talk about that. Talk about that shit. Yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah. We on it. We're working. Mm-hmm. I know you have a poem to Ooh. share with us. Okay, I have a poem. This is, like, my favorite poem. It's, like, a classic. I know I've <laughs> discovered, like, many different poems, writers. Um, but this was one of the first poems that I... Like that I read and that I loved, um, and it's by Julia de Burgos, which is uh, like an Afro Puerto Rican poet from Puerto Rico. Um, What's it called? It's called Yo misma fui mi ruta. Okay. Um, yo quise ser como los hombres quisieron que yo fuese, un intento de vida, un juego al escondito, al escondite con mi ser. Pero yo estaba hecha de presentes y mis pies planos sobre la tierra promisoria. No resistían caminar hacia atrás y seguían adelante, adelante, burlando las cenizas para alcanzar el beso de los senderos nuevos. A cada paso adelantado en mi ruta hacia el frente, rasgaba a mis espaldas el aleteo desesperado de los troncos viejos. Pero la rama estaba desprendida para siempre y a cada nuevo azote la mirada mía se separaba más y más y más de los lejanos horizontes aprendidos. Y mi ro- rostro iba tomando la expresión que le venía de adentro, la expresión definida que asomaba un sentimiento de liberación íntima, un sentimiento que surgía del equilibrio sostenido entre mi vida y la verdad del beso de los senderos nuevos. Ya definido mi rumbo en el presente, me sentí brote de todos los suelos de la tierra, de los suelos sin historia, de los suelos sin porvenir, 
del suelo siempre suelo sin orillas de todos los hombres y de todas las épocas. Y fui todo en mí como fue en mí la vida. Yo quise ser como los hombres quisieron que yo fuese. Un intento de vida, un, es, un juego al escondite con mi ser. Pero yo estaba hecha de presentes. Cuando ya los heraldos me anunciaban en el regio desfile de los troncos viejos, se me torció el deseo de seguir a los hombres. Y el homenaje se quedó esperándome. Julia de Burgos. One foot again, I mean, in front of the other. You know, not, you know, just breaking yeah. that stereotype of being and doing what everyone wants you yeah. to do. And I think that's important because that's, it identifies. Yeah. It's so funny that people tend to pick poems. I don't think they, I don't know if they do it intentionally uh -huh. or what, but their poems that they pick usually always go with like the topic or like what's happening. And it's just like, yeah. like I'm just going to pick a poem. It's my favorite. And it yeah. just, everything that yes. we've discussed today, mm -hmm. right on the money. Yeah. Breaking with expectations. Um, it's called like it's she's liberating herself from like patriarchy and like those stereotypes that she couldn't be a poet. Mm. She was just like uh, somebody who wrote things, not mm -hmm. like a poet. Um, and liberating her herself from that. But like for me, it represents liberating myself from those expe expectations and the expectations in my career mm. in what a woman like a black woman should look like yeah. um my scholarly path um what a person from where i grew up from can be or who she can be mm. um it's a it's like breaking from that following my path and it's hard because like i i talk about this like easily yeah <laughs> following the path but it's rough i'm sure but Make Black it look women easy. since the beginning of <laughs> history have been making it happen. Exactly. So we make we make things happen. Exactly. We, I may cry, <laughs> but I'm gonna do it anyways. Exactly. <laughs> that you have to. There's no other choice. So with that medium, how are you on your way? Um, how am I on my way? Um, it's a daily process. Um, it's day by day. I know where I am today. I have a vision for tomorrow, but I don't. I don't know where tomorrow. Mm -hmm. may put me so um i'll say i'm on my way day by day day that's, by day yeah and that's beautiful mm -hmm. and i'm just so blessed that you were able to just share a little bit because you're doing so much just yeah, a little bit yeah. so you know yeah. we're definitely gonna have to have you come back yeah. and you know update us you know yeah. on what's happening and just keep us informed mm -hmm. and um just don't give up you know you continue to like just let your light shine and be able mm -hmm. to bridge Uh, the community and academia and continue to be curious and yeah. be open mm -hmm. um, and that's beautiful if you want to let everyone know where they can contact you on your Instagram yeah. follow uh, her you can follow me on Instagram it's Miriam Frange M-I-R-I-A-M F-R-A-N-Y-E Miriam Frange um, on Instagram you can follow me we can talk about blackness women social justice um existing and resisting here in this island so thank you for having me oh. for listening to like a little part of my history <laughs> just a little bit and so yeah we'll, we'll we'll have you back and we know this is the beginning of many great conversations um everyone continue to just let your light shine continue to just be blessed have a good day thank you <laughs>